Nitu Ramawat is a certified clinical nutritionist of Wake Up Wellness, specialized in women's health, healthy hormones, pain-free periods, PCOS, endometriosis, and fertility naturally through nutrition, lifestyle, and mindset strategies. Hello everybody, I'm so happy to introduce today for a new episode of the Healer Hub podcast, Nitu. Can you help me out with your surname because I'm struggling a little bit? (laughs) (laughs) No problem, Nitu Ramawad. Ramawad, okay, thank you. Nice to have you here today with us, Nitu. Thank you so much. I'm so excited to be here and have this conversation with you. So thank you. (laughs) So tell us a little bit about you, who you are and what is your background story? Yeah, so I'm based out of Toronto, out in Canada, and I'm a holistic nutritionist. I'm a certified holistic nutritionist and I actually end up specializing in women's health, healthy hormones, endometriosis, PCOS, and fertility challenges. And I I kind of got started in this just because of my own hormonal health journey and all of the things that I didn't know and the things that we weren't taught about women's health. Um, and I can get into that as we go along. But I also have a business in in, in sales and business development. I've worked in the corporate environment uh, for also 10 years. So I see also and resonate so much with women in, in their professional fields and entrepreneurs as well and understand that level of burnout and how hormonal health affects them from showing up and performing to like actually go after the lives of their dreams. Mm. So could you expand on that? Because I think that that's a really great point to to start with. Yeah, so I'll, share about, yeah I'll yeah. share about my health. So I actually grew up having horrible, terrible, very painful periods where I was re- very much reliant on medication for like two or three days. My first three days, um, a heating pad, I'd say no to social events, I would be out of commission up on like, you know, in fetal position on my bed, just totally out of commission. And I every month, I just thought, okay, like, this is my period, this is just how it's going to be for me, right. And I knew other women that were going through the same thing. But it wasn't until later on, like a few years later, that I was actually studying holistic nutrition when I had moved back from Canada, from the UK to Canada. And I had a ruptured ovarian cyst and I had no idea. I was just in so much pain. I went to my primary care practitioner and she was actually pretty dismissive. She didn't take it very seriously. And then I went to the emergency and, you know, they did all the testing and everything and sent me home with some pain medication. And six months later, I was scheduled for the surgery. But while I was studying holistic nutrition, I was learning so much about hormonal health and how my diet and stress levels and the lifestyle that I had living prior to this was really impacting my health and hormonal health that I had no clue how much my nutrition was contributing to the, the growth of this cyst. So six months later, I go for the surgery and they go in and when it's all done and stuff, they also found endometriosis tissue, which I had no idea at the time that I even had that was contributing to my very painful period. So once I found out that I had that endometriosis diagnosis, I was like, okay, well, I know I want to have kids. I really need to correct this, whatever's happening in my body, invest- investigate further because my two options are going to be to be on birth control until I'm ready to have children and, or they'll give me a hysterectomy if this comes back. So like the options at the Western medical treatment are very acute, but they're not preventative. So at that point I was like, okay, I really need to make changes right now to support my, my womb health, my uterine health and my hormonal health. And that's sort of how I got started in this. And, and I've gone on to help other women with endometriosis and women struggling with 
PCOS and fertility challenge to heal all of those things naturally. Yeah, so we live in a society that normalizes uh, menstrual pain, right? Like a lot of my clients also tell me, well, yeah, it's just normal. The first three days I am in pain and I take um, painkillers. And when I tell them that actually this is patriarchy that taught us to normalize that period pain and that actually period pain is a sign of something, it's not normal. They look at yeah. me as if, well, how dare you? This is this is my reality. This is what I've, I, I'm, I'm used to. So could you expand um, a little bit um, about how the hormonal health impacts our menstrual cycle and our lives as women and how is it that you support your clients in dealing with PCOS and endometriosis? Yeah, so definitely a multi-layered conversation, right? So one, the lives that we live, especially in like the Western world and just modern day living is not designed for a woman, like a menstruator, somebody that is going to have a period every month, right? It's just too fast. It's too um, self-abandoning. It doesn't allow you to prioritize your health or even take those days to focus on rest. Even those first three days when you know you're just naturally tired to really care for your body. The other piece of this is that the medical system, unfortunately, just has failed women. Women's health is has been underserved and under-researched. Um, women weren't actually included in medical studies, one, because they have a period, two, because they can get pregnant. So the menstrual cycle has never been allowed to be, was not allowed to be, um, women's health hasn't been allowed in medical studies. That was, I, I think, in 1995. So not even that long ago. So we've been left out of all of these studies, mainly because we have a period that comes every month, which makes absolutely no sense um, because your period and your uh, or pregnancy can skew those studies. So we've been so under-researched and underserved. So we have a medical system that when you go to them with a problem, they're either going to give you two options. They're going to give you birth control, which shuts down your ovulation and can mess up your hormones. And I'm not for or against anything. It's just, it, it's very... Um, individualized. And I think you take what you need when you need it, but also prevention is really like the greater uh, focus of health. And the other thing is that we've never were, I don't know any woman that was ever educated about their period and what it meant to have your period. Right. And what we don't understand is that your period is actually not just this bleed that happens every month. It's a, a monthly report card on your overall health. So every month that you get a period, it's so important for you to know that you're ovulating because when you ovulate, that's the only time that you're going to produce any progesterone. Progesterone happens in the back half of your period, right? So we we typically know that our period, on average, it's different for every single woman, but the average is like 28 days, right? So within that, you're going to ovulate. And when you ovulate, that's the only time that you produce progesterone and progesterone is your anti-stress, your anti-anxiety hormone which makes sense because we know that leading up to our period, we feel kind of irritable, maybe a little bit moody, our moods are down, and then it's combated in this release of this other um, anti-stress hormone. So it's interesting that the body is very smart and it communicates, right? So it's one, understanding our key hormones. And so at the top of that, of this sort of hormonal hierarchy are two hormones called insulin and cortisol. So insulin balance, uh, balances our blood sugar, and cortisol balances our stress responses. And we know that we live in a day and time where there's so many stresses and those stresses can be family, financial, work, relationships. There's just so many different types of stresses. And what's 
the important thing behind that is really developing a stress resilience because the stress isn't going to go away. So we need to have tools like meditation, like breath work, like slowing down intentionally, right? To really tap into ourselves, to balance out that cortisol and make sure that we can get to a point where we're more responsive versus reactive because that plays a, a whole role in hormonal health. And then under those two bigger headings of of in this hierarchy are estrogen and progesterone. And those ones we know and probably hear about a lot more um, as it relates to our 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 menstrual cycle and our fertility and um, ovulation. So in terms of how I support my clients, well, the body is very smart. So I have a very holistic approach to when I'm working with clients. Like when we're starting to work out together, we're always focusing on mindset and also taking inventory of the type of energy that we're we, you're operating in, right? Understanding that your menstrual cycle is something that allows you to be in flow. It's a very intuitive in nature. So can we take a pause and understand like what kind of energies are you working in right now? And, it, and in a non-gendered way, is it the qualities that fall under a feminine energy or masculine energy, right? Because a lot of women that are going out and they're going into the corporate offices, right? They're kind of taking on that sort of maybe more favorable qualities of like chasing and being aggressive or being more assertive versus like a little bit step back and like being gentle with themselves on a day-to-day basis. So we definitely take a look at that. And mindset is really that thing that if we don't get it right, it's so hard to make the other changes. So that's the first part. Then we actually focus on like diet and nutrition and supporting these different aspects of the bodies and how hormones are made and produced in the body. So we'll look at blood sugar balancing. We look at liver detoxification. We look at gut health. <clears throat> and then also the, hy- hypo- the, the hypothalamus pituitary access, which is pretty much our stress um, responses and making sure that our adrenals are well supported and the thyroid health is also healthy. And then we go into lifestyle factors, right? Looking at how how are our stress responses? What tools are we using to manage stress? And then other things like how can we clean up and um, lower our overall toxic burden for our health by looking at the products that are in and around our homes and that we're putting on our bodies and how we can really um, make those types of improvements. So it's a very holistic um, aspect of looking at the whole person and, and very individualized. Yeah, I mean, like our bodies are extremely complex as human beings, and um, it's really beautiful to tune into your menstrual cycle and to start thinking. It's, um, I, I feel that it's also a huge, um, um, like a revolution against the against the way that the world is. Is um, absolutely, it, it really is. If you can tune in and like not ignore what society has told you to ignore that that you're experiencing every single month literally cramping menstrual pains or you know needing to take days off like that's actually disrupting your quality of life right mm-hmm. and if we can honor ourselves and like really know that we're deserving of this abundant vital health that's really taking your power back and it really does start with this you know this this monthly event that's happening every month that we can, we have more control than we were led to believe yeah, I mean, like, we understand why, right? Like, a menstruate, and not only a men, just women in general are extremely powerful, and this was just a tool for oppressing and women's rights and reproductive rights has always been um, a war field, right? Um, Absolutely. 
So you told us a little bit, it, it does seem a little bit complex and a little bit overwhelming. Could you introduce us to some tools maybe that you are using um, with the people on their healing journey? How Or maybe like how does um, a session with you look like? What kind of practices are you introducing to, the, to your clients? Sure. And I've given um, clients different types of ways to work with me. So I do have a one-on-one session and in that type of session, it's very specific and target to maybe the top concern that's coming up for you. So let's say you're, you know, experiencing a lot of pain. Well, you'll walk away with some pretty tangible strategies and a protocol to tackle like inflammation that's leading to pain in your body. And so maybe at that point, we're doing something that's maybe a little bit more gut health focused um, or specific to liver health. And then also, I like to know what's going on in your life and like what's causing different types of stress. So some of those tools could be around um, journaling ac- activities, like how can you, you know, implement a journaling um, practice in the morning or a specific morning meditation. Breath work has recently become something that has been very valuable to me. So I love to share that with with clients to actually move energy and shift some of our deeper sh- uh, subconscious beliefs. Other ways that clients can work with me is I have an eight week um, program and it's called own my flow. And it really is supportive for somebody who is really wanting to take charge and empower themselves with their, with their health. So, um, not only do you get access to me for the entire eight weeks and what I've seen that's really powerful for, for coaching is the accountability piece. Uh, my, I, myself, I've invested heavily in coaching and I know the accountability and having somebody there to hold my hand or call at any time that I need them has been so important. Um, so for those eight weeks, we meet together as a group um, and we go through all the different sessions and every aspect of the body that affects your hormonal health and you become literally an expert. So you can walk away, have all these tools, have this information and take care of your health for for the rest of your life by just coming back to some of these tools, right? So some of these simple things can be very easy, like having a raw carrot salad on a, a daily basis. There's so much fiber in, in a carrot salad that can help to um, detoxify excess hormones and estrogen and really help the liver clear out. So that's just something that if you can do it on a regular basis, you're really going to help improve the quality of your next period by seeing redu- like a reduced amount of pain. You'll probably see that you don't have um, as much breast tenderness or you're getting less moody. Uh, you have more energy. So those are some of the things that I want my clients to feel. And then another way that clients can work with me is uh, through a three-month one-on-one program. And so this is for somebody that maybe you've been going at it alone or you're up Googling at night or you've been bouncing around from practitioner to practitioner and it's just you're still finding yourself on a bit of a hamster wheel. So this is for somebody with a little bit more like complex cases like endometriosis or PCOS, polycystic ovarian syndrome. Um, or fertility challenges, right? So it gives us the opportunity to work very intimately and really go deep on some of the deeper emotional blocks that I was talking about with the mindset to help you move through it, help you feel safe in your body to heal, um, have the level of support and accountability that you need along with all of the nutritional tools and supplements. Because what I've seen through healing myself and working with clients that you can take all the supplements And you can make all the dietary changes, but if we don't actually deal with what's going on on a deeper emotional level, um, it can still keep us stuck in some of these symptoms and, um, you know, moving in that vision of our highest, healthiest 
selves that we can envision for ourselves can still keep us held back. Mm. Yeah, that sounds that sounds amazing. Did you mention carrot uh, salad or rocket salad? Oh, a carrot salad. So you could just grate up a carrot every single day. Super easy. You can do it the night before and just have it prepared for you. Um, add a little bit of apple cider vinegar, some salt and pepper. I, I think it's delicious, but it really does help um, clear out excess toxins and hormones in the body to help the body detoxify um, those hormones so they don't actually recirculate and make your period worse. Mm. What about period? So like the menstrual, the menstrual pain, because I think that this is something that is oh, just uh, it became on the norm. It became so normal for so many women. How how could women deal with that? So pain is always a root root cause of inflammation, right? So when we look at what we've done for the month, and it's interesting because sometimes if you start tracking what you do in one month and what was different for the other month, it's always going to affect your next period, right? So things can that can definitely increase the pain are, you know, processed foods, um, having, you know, junk food or maybe eating out more often because we can't really trust um, the quality of those oils, those seed oils or vegetable oils that the food is cooked in. Those oils tend to be highly inflammatory, so they can cause pain. Um, also sugar, if you are somebody that are finding yourself that you're constantly craving sugar or at 3 p.m. you're experiencing that a bit of a crash um, and you're reaching for a chocolate bar, you know, it's a sign that there's some blood sugar imbalance there, but sugar is also very inflammatory. Um, also just toxins in our environment, in our in our products that we're do, using, um, pollution in the air. So also making sure that you can support yourself that way. Sorry, give me one second. My throat was just a little dry there, but, um, and then alcohol is another one. Alcohol is shown to actually increase um, excess estrogen levels. So you want to really be, sh you know, make sure that you're doing things that support detoxification through the gut, healing the gut, keeping that inflammation down, but also very supportive of liver. So a lot of people get really surprised. Um, they don't understand that your liver is, is this battery pack in your body. Um, it is the master detoxifier. So if we have an overburdened liver that can't perform its functions optimally, um, your ability to detox excess hormones in the body will be compromised, right? And they these hormones then get reabsorbed back into the bloodstream and can definitely wreak havoc on, on your body and cause your symptoms to be a lot worse every month. So supporting the liver is also key. So I'm happy to share a couple tips with the audience, but the liver loves bitter things and our taste buds don't necessarily love bitter things, but we can reprogram our taste buds. So having foods like beets or rapini um, are great for the liver, um, but also taking herbs like dandelion. So dandelion tincture, if you can find one at your local health food store or just a dandelion tea, um, lemon water in the morning is also very supportive. All of those things help our liver perform its functions better because um, sometimes you might kind of think that, oh, I, I'm doing this one week detox. You know, there's all these trendy sort of detoxes or juice cleanses that happen to be on the market. And that's fine, but your liver is doing its function every single day. So we want to be supporting those fu 
it to do its function on a daily basis through all these very simple things that you can really see will help you improve uh, the quality of, of the period that you end up having every month. Hmm. Yeah, I love that. I love practical advice. And um, I think it's very important also the fact that you, you give people an idea um, of what it actually looks like to naturally work your way around uh, instead of, and also just uh, drawing your power back within and taking responsibility for the way that you experience life and the way that you experience your moon cycle because a lot of us are just oh i'm in pain a doctor must know better than me what's uh, what's the deal and then yeah just going to people who will medicate uh, mostly because they're in male bodies and not in female <laughs> bodies <laughs> or because yeah, they're in and the male bodies are dictating what the female bodies should be doing right yeah <laughs> which is very 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 interesting <laughs> yeah exactly it's a whole other podcast episode <laughs> um okay so at this moment what is your biggest dream and how does it relate to what you are doing and how you are supporting women right now yeah so my biggest dream i think right now is to be a part of this movement of women taking their power back and i think that first starts with our health getting um, empowered with knowing what our options, knowing our body's capabilities, and really living in a body that is full and vibrant of health. Because I've seen two women become very burnt out in, based on the life that we're, we're, we're told that we should be living. And um, giving them the tools to really empower themselves to like help themselves, right? So that you're not always reliant on a system that's not necessarily built for you. And I'm not trying to insult it like it's there when we need it for sure. And very grateful for that. Um, but to know that there's a lot that's a, it, within your power and within your control. So I think right now, my biggest dream is just is being part of helping women claim their health and also wealth. I have a business background and looking, you know, to also do some work in the venture space that supports women businesses. Um, so yeah, that's, that's where I'm at with, with what I want to be supporting and contributing to the world. <laughs> and what motivates you to do this kind of work you know I will say probably for me is like I'm the daughter of a single parent so I've seen my mom work very very hard for what she's done and it's definitely been a motivator uh for me I've always been like driven and ambitious and wanting to always be financially stable on my own but when you see that in the economy that women kind of face a lot more economic burden but also any sort of family burden, right? If there's something ever happening with a, a sick family member, you'll probably see that it's a, a woman that will step up and do it. And it's, you know, her energy reserves aren't necessarily considered. She's probably somebody that also works full time. She might be a mother, she might be a friend, a sister, um, with a full life and a full plate that is still now overextending herself. So I think women having more energy and more money is so important for, for just economic reasons of of our society women need to be just so supported in that yeah i do hear you i mean like it's also part of our conditioning that we've been we've been yeah taught to to serve and to put our needs um second and i think that the menstrual cycle is a, or like the pms the premenstrual um syndrome is just such a beautiful alarm system that draws our attention to what is important and i loved when i when i when i heard this and it just reframed the way that i look at at how i show up in the world throughout my cycle and yeah. how actually 
um, just before before the bleed, all these emotions are heightened because I haven't given them enough space and enough attention throughout yeah. the the cycle. And it's so interesting in that because then the next part of the cycle is a shedding. So all of this stuff comes up and then we can let it go. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, what is what do you find most rewarding in your work or in your life? <laughs> um, you know, I think in my work, again, it's that empowerment piece, you know, when I can help somebody really understand what is going on with their body because you know, they've been so burnt out or exhausted or not feeling supported and seen and heard from other practitioners. And then we work together and we go very deep. And, you know, things that happen are, you know, successful natural pregnancies that weren't happen. Like, I can't even explain what it's like to be a part of that process. Um, But that is a woman that's leaving and she knows that she knows how to take care of her body, but she'll also know how to take care of the next generation, Um, you know, from investing in herself. And for me right now, I think I've had the time and space this year to just um, really unpack a lot of my own emotional, you know, traumas and give myself time and space for that. And really becoming the most authentic version of myself um, is really something that I can say that I'm very proud of right now and having that time to really um, peel back all of the layers so that I can show up and better serve. Mm, yeah that's that's really beautiful i love i love the your motivation for service and supporting people and how yeah seeing that <laughs> your support actually transformed their lives and they got to, to to have their dream materialized by having children or just having a happier healthier life that's really really powerful yeah, who is your inspiration and why do you find them inspiring um you know what? There's so many women, but I, I must say I've worked with some amazing coaches um, that, you know, we'd I could tag like one of my coaches, Gabriella. She's amazing in terms of like supporting um, women entrepreneurs and helping them really build lives of their dreams. But wh- while at the same time, like helping you uncover some of your emotional blocks um, and really being in the energy of abundance and flow and letting things be easy. So I've worked with some women that have been very supportive and helping to to change some of my mindset uh, to help me sort of, you know, look at life differently. So yeah, I will, I will say that she's been an inspiration to me for sure. Mm, yeah, <laughs> women supporting women and it's really beautiful to see this yeah. energy rising in the world and how we are we tend to go or like some of us um have heard the call of going back to sisterhood and to a communal way of being in the world supporting each other instead of competing and putting each other down yeah definitely i think that will probably be the way forward yeah yeah so this was such a pleasure um thank you so much mm. Is there anything that you would like to share with the audience, like a practice or anything of the sorts? Um, I would love for everyone to, you know, really take inventory of like the type of period that they have. They have, And, you know, there's an exercise that I love to share with everyone to, you know, to figure out where you're at and where do you want to be and what that looks like for you. Because sometimes we don't, we just normalize, like we talked about, right? 
pain or being exhausted or being burnt out and not having the energy to go after some of the bigger things. And then write a list of, or, you know, a little journal of like, what does your highest, healthiest version of yourself look like? How does she feel? How does she show up in the world? And really just like get some clarity on that. And, you know, don't be afraid to to seek out support if you need it, because, you know, it, it will really help you in your transformation. Um, and, uh, you know, if you want more information or anything, I'm at wake up, uh, wake underscore up wellness. I share a lot of information there. So you can, you know, grab a lot of inspiration and, and tools and methods and really learn about how to support yourself. Hmm. Yeah. Anywhere else that we can find you online apart from Instagram? Uh, that's mostly where I'm the most active. Um, I do have a newsletter. If you go to my Instagram, you can sign up to my newsletter. And um, I also have a free download there if you want to know where to get started with your hormones. It's a great resource for you. Um, but yeah, if you go to my Instagram on my link tree, you can definitely sign up for my newsletter and um, we can stay connected there. Amazing. So all the links are going to be in the notes of this episode. And I really appreciate your time and your energy and just the service that you're bringing to the world. Me too. Uh, thank you so much. And I appreciate yours too. I love the work that you do as well. And thanks for connecting us and having this conversation. It was so amazing to speak with you. Mm -hmm. Thank you. And thank everybody for tuning in. See you for the next episode.